work matters. So this is the last lesson in a four-part series about career improvement. On Monday, Cal Newport and I will open a new session of our eight-week class, Top Performer. In case you missed them, you should check out the first, second, and third lessons, which should also be in the episode playlist. When it comes to work, there are a lot of different philosophies. One is the it's-just-a-job school of thought. This viewpoint argues that work is just what you do to pay the bills, and it's your leisure time that really counts. A variation of this belief is the idea of early retirement. So according to this view, work will always be work, and so you should try to get it over with as quickly as possible. Now, I don't mean to be unfair to either of these viewpoints. A lot of jobs do suck, and financial independence, if you can pull it off, is certainly something to aspire toward. Yet, like it or not, work will be a major part of our lives. Even if you can eliminate through early retirement, you're still left with a question of what you can do with your time. A non-stop vacation sounds appealing until you're sitting around at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday with all your friends at the office, wondering what you're going to do. Another philosophy is the viewpoint that work should be your passion, that you should be obsessed with work and driven all the time to achieve your life's purpose. Now, this approach is perhaps unrealistic for most people. Although a few of us will find work that is so purpose-infused that we can devote our entire lives to it, most of us will still want to have time for friends, family, and the occasional vacation. We also prefer that it pays well enough so we're not starving while we chase our dreams. My own view of work seeks to moderate between these two extremes. Work is neither the sole purpose of life, nor is it simply toil to be eliminated. Instead, we want both. We want our work to be satisfying and meaningful. We also want to be paid well enough and be given enough space outside of work to enjoy all the other things we find valuable in life. How do you find meaningful work that pays well? The answer to career satisfaction comes from finding work we can do well for people we care about in a setting where we have enough independence to make our own decisions. Now, there are many places where you can find this, and it's a myth that we're each born with a singular built-in passion or purpose that we need to discover. Instead, building a successful career is largely a matter of creating a collection of career capital that lets you do meaningful work and get paid for it. The way you build career capital starts with skills. If you have rare and valuable skills, you can start building a resume, portfolio of accomplishments, and a network of allies who will champion your career. But once you've built some career capital, you still need to apply it to negotiate the kind of lifestyle you want. You need to avoid the trap of spending it in the way someone else wants you to, or failing to negotiate at all and accepting much less than you're worth. It can take some courage and vision to avoid these pitfalls, but they're only avoidable if you have the career capital to begin with. Building career capital, in turn, depends on an understanding of how skills work. The assumption of steady uniform progress with extended experience is wrong. Growth often spikes and stalls, depending on the amount of deliberate practice that we're able to extract from the environment. It depends on identifying which skills actually matter and which don't. Finally, it depends on being able to consistently put in the regular work of making progress, rather than the bursts which quickly fizzle out. Constructing a vision for your career. Becoming a top performer doesn't happen by accident. You need to construct a vision for what your career will look like, both in terms of the kind of job you like to have, as well as the career capital you'll need to develop in order to get it. For the last homework, find the essay attached to this episode and write down what kind of career you'd like to have. 
as well as the gap you see between what you're doing now and where you'd like to be. Now, there's no shame in noticing the two aren't the same. In contrast, you may even realize you're closer than you think. But getting that vision is an important first step. On Monday, Cal Newport and I will open Top Performer for a new session. If you've enjoyed the past four lessons, you might enjoy our full eight-week course. With over 50 lessons, interactive worksheets, and a long-standing community, it's a great place to make that career vision into a reality. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.